0: Um, there, there's two really big pieces of news. We'll start with the, the biggest piece. I think at least, uh, Matt, we are over 20,000 followers on the page. I think that's probably the biggest news of the day. Oh, you is, say?
1: is that the biggest news of the day? I feel like, yeah, that's something... I, I would
0: say that's
1: probably the biggest news of the day. I, <laughs> I feel like that's something we're not going to be able to celebrate for a few weeks. No, but
0: this is what I'm going to say. I find it fitting that the day we go over 20,000 is the day that, would you say our arch nemesis, Matt, Dave Gettleman? I mean, can you think of people who hate Dave Gettleman more than us? I mean, the list is short. Should I? The list is very small.
1: I I think I'm going to ruin the movie moment. We went over 20K yesterday. Did we? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, technically Dave Gettleman
0: retired, I mean, weeks ago. But, But anyway, aside from that, I, the the poetic justice of, of today being Dave Gettleman's last I mean
1: he he he's done
0: he's gone guys. It, I mean, it's, there's it's, no it's, more he's gonna retire
1: I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead Dan and then we I, we were talking about this earlier in our chat and I want to be happy. But yeah. John Mara has stolen what should be a happy day from all of us with all this Joe Judge madness. I want to be yeah. thrilled. I want to be ecstatic. But, like, the way they announced it, they put it out that he was retiring in the middle of everyone trying to figure out if Joe Judge was going to be fired or not. So you couldn't even be happy about it because you had all this Joe Judge drama going on. And to be honest with you, Dan, what I thought was going to be a joyous day, I, I've i just been stressed yeah. all day about Joe Judge. So yeah, like, I thought they
0: were I thought they were both gone last night.
1: Like I thought they were both gone last night. I I'm, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you like like you, the fact that we have players who are literally telling the media, "Yeah, Joe Judge lot a meeting, but we have no idea if he's going to be back." Like this just the level of dysfunction that we've reached where the media is asking the players, "Is this guy coming back?" because the ownership refuses to address <laughs> the situation publicly. Oh, it's incredible. It's just that
0: That is, again, and you could say this isn't a clown show organization, but that is direct proof of a clown show. I mean, Matt, I actually felt bad for Saquon Barkley. They asked Saquon, they said, hey, like, is is Joe coming back? And he literally goes, I don't know how to answer that question. He had no clue how to answer the question. And it's crazy. And for those of you saying, hey, don't forget about the Georgia-Bama game. Yes, of course we got it on. That's what we said. We're going to come on at the start of the game. Um, today, guys. So, of course, we're watching the Georgia Bama game, guys. We're not, we don't live under a rock. Um, you can watch that, put it on mute for a few minutes and, and listen here if you want. But, um, but yeah, dude, completely just crazy. It, um, crazy day from that. Like, it's,
1: I, I almost feel like, too, by not getting rid of him a couple of
0: weeks ago, it takes all the joy away from it right
1: now. I, I just, I want to, I, let's, I want, I want to, you know, we just went over it high level. I do want to go a little bit more detailed. This is what mm-hmm. happened today. If you were at work or, you know, you're, you're just now getting caught up. This is what happened today. There was a report this morning that Joe Judge was supposed to meet with ownership at like 9 o'clock in the morning, right? That would ultimately help decide his fate. That meeting didn't happen. We don't know why it didn't happen. Maybe Joe Judge decided to show up late <laughs> to, to avoid the meeting. Who I was going to make a Steve Tiff joke,
0: but I'm not going to do it.
1: Who knows? That meeting didn't happen, right? So at noon, Joe Judge is supposed to talk with the team and Mike Garofolo puts out a tweet and he said that Joe Judge is about to talk with the team and he's going to act as if he is the, the head coach moving forward. So Judge basically said, if you're not going to fire me, which is fair, if you're not going to fire me, yeah. I'm just going to act like I still have the job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just not going to acknowledge it. I mean, honestly, so- that's a bold...
1: That's a bold move. I, I, I kind
0: of respect it a little
1: bit. I mean, he's honest. just doing his job, right? He has a, the key card still works. He's just doing his job. So, <clears> judge is addressing the team, right? At like you know, like twelve o'clock, somewhere around there. Um, Mike Garofalo then ca- clarifies and says that like Judge still has to meet with ownership. No decision has <clears> been made, <throat> whatnot. Sometime either I, I think Gettleman went in and addressed the team at, at noon as well. Told the players he was retiring. The Giants officially made their announcement that Gettleman is stepping down and retiring.
0: And then there were rumors. This is not a confirmed report, and actually I'm the only one reporting this, that when Gettleman said he was retiring, Daniel Jones started sobbing and said he's never going to get that second contract he thought he would get. He started sobbing in the room. No, there's there's probably no truth to that. But
1: Here's the thing. The official statement the Giants released about Dave Gettleman makes absolutely no mention of Joe Judge, did Gi- not so mention him. More. Giants ownership has has again puts out a statement, does not clarify what Joe Judge's job status is. So the media then gets access to the players. Joe Judge, by the way, not available to the media. Yeah, the Giants Which don't want crazy. Joe Judge talking to the media. The player he gets, they get access to the players. They ask every single player if Joe Judge is still the head coach, and every player is basically like, "He's acting like he is, but we don't know." <laughs> So we th- th- this is a clown show. And th- th- this is a clown it really
0: show. Is. Like 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 if you think about it it's so dysfunctional like and to put the players in that spot to, for the players to basically have to answer questions about their boss um, not knowing if their boss is actually still their boss or not it's it's truly something that only the 2010s and, and 2000 now 2020s New York Giants could um, could accomplish like it's truly pathetic and it's a whole
1: new level of pathetic. i just i it amazes me that the giants let the players talk to the media without making this decision on joe judge and the players have no idea if joe judge is still the head coach they're basically saying that judge did not make some sort of declaration that he's coming back in 2022 i mean you could tell the players are frustrated because obviously they just want answers right
0: but we're like 12 hours away from Joe Judge releasing a press statement that's going to be like, I'm going to coach until my key card works. I know. but Like, we're, we, that, we're that close.
1: We know that Judge met with ownership this afternoon, and then a report came out that essentially said that they're going to have ongoing discussions over the next few days with Joe Judge. But essentially, in the Giants press release about Dave Gettleman, John Marrow literally said in the press release that... The next GM will have full authority over the coaching staff, which leads us to believe that I don't think we're going to get an answer on Joe Judge today, tomorrow, or anytime soon.
0: No, I think it's going to
1: be – if it
0: takes seven to ten days to get a GM in position, I think that's a fair estimate. Would you agree, Matt?
1: Yeah, I mean the only thing I can think of is Joe Judge, who you know prides himself on being respected and culture and whatnot, basically walks into John Mara's office and says, are you going to keep me or not? Because, like, at this point, the Giants have one foot out the door, one foot in the door. It's not really fair to judge either, for being totally honest. No, it's not honest. It, it, it it's truly not really it's not. fair to judge. And,
0: and, and you know what? I don't think – I want to say Judge is not a bad person. He does not seem like a bad guy at all. Um, he just seems like a guy who wasn't ready for this job. They hired a special teams coach to be the, the head coach of the Giants, and that's just not something – that they should have done you
1: know what i'm saying like it's just not something that they should have done it's so that whole bit that everything that happened with Judge, and it's it's eight o'clock at night and you know it's been seven hours since we've heard anything about judge really six hours maybe since we've heard anything about judge um we know absolutely nothing about him we have no idea like part of me thinks that because of the delayed gm search they're going to be forced to bring back judge and it's going to be a fraud gm search to find the gm that's going to take judge and the other part of me thinks that you know joe judge is gone because no gm is going to work with him and if john Mara is honest with himself and they hire the best possible candidate the best possible candidate's not going to want joe Judge as his head yeah. coach they're going to want to handpick their own head coach it's a mess. It's it's a dysfunctional mess. On a day that we were supposed to be celebrating the end of the dysfunction, things have just been just more, bred dysfunctional. more
0: dysfunctional. And that's to the point. It's like I don't think that the constant change is what breeds dysfunction with this team. I think it's dysfunction that breeds more dysfunction. So whoever the new Giants general manager is, you have a big mess to clean up. But the number one goal and the number one thing you need to make sure you do is create a franchise that is functional again. Because right now, this this franchise is broke. I mean, there's no way around it. It's a broken franchise. Every system, process, it's it's completely shattered. They can't even communicate to the players or to anybody if, if, if Joe Judge is still the head coach. So, um, and, and, and you know what, Dan? It's been a comical day, really.
1: The NFL fans and the media have been taking shots all day today, right, at Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, because he fired Brian Flores. But if you Which? go if you go and read what he said about Brian Flores, he said that because because of Flores that you know the, the organization does not align the way it should. So that's an owner coming in and saying, "Listen, our GM wants to build a team this way with these players, our coach wants to build a team this way with these players. It's not going to work." So, you know, I guess you can know you consider and say, well, "Okay, well, he made the wrong choice. He should have chose Brian Flores." But at least the the owners coming out and saying this isn't working, like clearly we're not aligned, which the Giants haven't been yeah. aligned in years. Clearly we're no, not aligned. Haven't.
0: We're going to get aligned. And you can even see, Matt, I mean, you can even see in the draft last year. I don't think Dave Gettleman wanted to take Aziz Ojolari last year. And, and, you know, I know that was one video and stuff like that, but, but Gettleman looked angry um, about that. So, you know, there's but there's obviously dysfunction in every franchise to some extent. We saw it with the Eagles a couple of years ago on draft night. I think it was in the third or fourth round. They had a scout yelling at somebody, or How- or Howie Roseman was trying to get a high five, but nobody would high five him. So there's there's a level of dysfunction in every franchise. Um, but I think what's happened with the Giants over the past really two or three weeks has just been beyond um, beyond comprehension, and I, and I really think. John Marrow will have an issue. If Joe Judge is the coach We've won. you may as well just punt next. Just, you may as well just tank that I'm one pick.
1: How do you send your players out to meet with the media, knowing that the, the first question the media is gonna ask is, is Joe Judge still the head coach? Like, how do you like how do you like how does it get this this far? How like it's just, that's just so frustrating. You know, we're the laughing stock of the league because Yeah, we are because I mean everyone and their brother today. You, you turned on ESPN or NFL network and they were talking about how the players were addressing the media and they weren't show, sure if Joe judge is the coach next year. Like it's like, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm so done with it. And it sucks because we were, we wanted to pop champagne tonight and enjoy yeah. this Dave Gellman being fired, but we don't get to do that because the giants are going to drag their feet with Joe judge. Yeah.
0: And I had a feeling this would happen. I had a feeling they'd find a way to screw it up. Um, and they did. They're the Giants, after all. But, you know, it's definitely a little bit disappointing. So, Matt, do you want to take a couple of minutes now and talk? So, the Giants have currently requested interviews. We have it with five people, Matt. Five, five people. Five GM and quite, candidates. Quite frankly, it's a good list. It's a, it is a good list. Early, I will,
1: early return show, it's a good list. I will say this. I will say this. Three of the five people... Have connections to either Dave Gettleman in Carolina, or a connection to Joe Judge. Right, but so, I think
0: independently though, because who is it? Shown, Shown, and uh, Austin Fort.
1: No, and Cowden all have connections to Judge. Those three do. No, 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 no. Shown as Schoen and Cowden both worked in Carolina with Gettleman. Okay, and then Austin Fort worked in um, New England with Judge.
0: Right. But I think independently, though, they're at least at least shown and awesome for a very impressive candidate.
1: And so is counted. Independent of and, that. And, and I think that the important thing is that, like, they've gone and worked under general managers that aren't
0: that Dave are cattlemen
1: and whatnot. And, they've you know, Correct. Austin like Ford's Bean. been a part of New England <laughs> and he's been a part of the Titans, who have been a good franchise these past couple of years. Right there. It's a good list. I mean, do you, you want to go through them one by one?
0: Yeah, let's go through one by one. Let's start with Joe Schoen, because I think right now out of the list, he's probably my number one choice.
1: I think he's Um, probably mine as well. I'm going to go ahead and say this, though. With how the list is, we've said this. This is the type of list, Dan, where we're going to give this guy a few years before we start calling calling for his head.
0: 100%. With this kind of list, yes. And I think before we dive in, we should preface this by saying for those who didn't hear – Guys, Kevin Abrams is not on this list as of right now, and no. obviously that could change. The Giants, but it really looks like the Giants are going to actually hire from outside the organization for the first time in over forty years, and which not, is incredible
1: Not only that, but it the Giants are are try. It sounds like they're going to try to see if Kevin Abrams will still be a part of the staff in some way, shape, or form. I do think I, I this is going to be this is going to be unpopular opinion because people are going to get mad. I do think that that Abrams probably has value as a cap-slash-negotiator. And before someone says, oh, well, the cap is so bad, remember, remember, (laughs) just because Kevin Abrams is managing the cap doesn't mean he's making the decisions. So the fact that the Giants were able to sign all these players and push all this money into future years is a sign that Kevin Abrams actually did his job well because they were able to execute on Dave Gettleman's plan and money wasn't really an issue. It's not... Be- because the caps- cap space is still on the GM, right? The GM is still saying, yeah. sign this player. You know, the fact that Giants were able to operate with such a tight cap and make so many signings with such a, t- a tight cap is probably actually a credit to Kevin Abrams. Well, and because,
0: I mean, they also had to give Logan Ryan and
1: they had to kick a lot of money down the road. They did. Like and, Martinez. And again, again, I'm not sitting here saying that Kevin Abrams should be the GM i'm not sitting here i'd be perfectly right. fine with him being fired but i'm not, not gonna going to, i'm not going to you know riot if the giants say yeah we're stripping away his assistant <clears throat> gm title and he's just gonna be a cap guy with no other with no person i'll say yeah i'm fine with that
0: and that's fine I, I don't have an issue with that either um all right so let's get your list so joe Schoen, he's the buffalo bills assistant gm um, Buffalo Bills have had good drafts, man. So Joe and they're, Schoen, and they're probably the most complete team in football.
1: Brandon Bean was actually under Gettleman in Carolina, left for Buffalo. Joe Schoen left with Brandon Bean, and he has been in Buffalo for this entire rebuild. From the very start, Joe Schoen has been there. Yeah.
0: And let me tell you what. So would you say the rebuild started in what? 2018 probably would be like the first year of their rebuild when they took josh allen it, i think Is they that... all
1: arrived the year prior okay so 2017 because they, they arrived with there? they arrived with mcdermott which i believe was 2017 because right. mcdermott had the I'm year joking. the year before right with tyra taylor i believe so hmm let me look i don't know i'm, I'm like i'm like I'm fairly a... fairly confident that um, John McDermott was. He, it was 2017. 2017.
0: All right. So that is the year they took Tre'Davious White um, in the first round. They also took Zay Jones, who's at 37. Not a good pick. Not going to go through pick by pick. But the thing is that they've been able to get some pretty good players like Tremaine Edmonds and um, Josh Allen and and Oliver and um, Dawson Knox in the third round. Like they've been able to find some good players like uh Later in the draft, uh, they made they happened.
1: made a, a a decent trade that got you know landed them Stephon Diggs like right a de- solid trade. They the got one them guy so you know, I, honestly, Dan, you skipped over that twenty seventeen draft too quickly because Deion Dawkins is a very good tackle at uh, left tackle. Yeah, he's their them. left tackle, and Matt Milano is is one of the better linebackers in the league as well. And Matt Milano was a fifth round pick, like yeah, and
0: and Nathan Peterman, Matt was is the most hilarious player in the NFL and he drafted him too so I got to give him credit
1: and, and why I'm pretty um. sure I'm pretty sure Wyatt <laughs> Teller is a starting lineman for Cleveland he right is. now
0: I think he's the 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 Brown starting guard and they took him in the 5th round Ray Ray McCloud still playing for the Steelers
1: I was going to say Wyatt um. Teller just signed the massive deal as well I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he signed like a 50 plus million dollar contract I mean these are all guys that that Joe Schoen... You know, his staff drafted. So, yeah.
0: And on top of that, the Bills have done a good job. They haven't given out a ton of bad contracts. Buffalo is not an easy place to recruit free agents to simply because it's Buffalo. They have horrible state tax in New York. Um, It's very cold up there. But, you know, they've made it work. And I think they might have the most complete roster in the NFL, Buffalo. Um, it's, from top down. And, and the, and the and I think the icing on the cake for Buffalo, they don't value running backs, which is incredible.
1: No, they don't They don't value running backs at all. It's It was really nice to see about, you know, is the fact that it was a team that wasn't, I would say, in, in the best shape. Buffalo wasn't in the worst shape, but they weren't, they weren't in the best they shape. They were in bad shape. Though. And they're now one of the best teams in the NFL. That's yep. And that they're going to probably be a pretty dominant team Moving forward, yep,
0: absolutely. So, and because that of is,
1: that, he's one of he has to be one of the highest, the highest names on on our board. Yeah. he again, then, he's been the assistant GM there. He is the number two in Buffalo. Right. So
0: it's it's pretty cool. I definitely would say that that's that's pretty cool. Um, would you say that's pretty cool? <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I just found Ryan Poles' LinkedIn man.
1: I'm yeah, they all—they all have LinkedIn's. It's weird. All the NFL executives have LinkedIn's. I love it. I just love it so much. But I so, can
0: read right through Ryan Poles' resume. I was gonna um, say.
1: I was gonna say Ryan Poles is interesting because he was a—he was an offensive lineman. Like, he played offensive line. I actually think at one point in time he played for Chicago, but I don't actually know if he actually played any like snaps. But he's like a Boston college offensive lineman, and he's been with Kansas City for a while.
0: Forever, like, he's,
1: like, pretty he, much forever. He's actually survived th- like three different re- regime changes because I think he was there when Pioli was there, and then Pioli got fired. I think it was Pioli who got fired. Dorsey took over, and then Dorsey got fired, and he stayed. Like, like these guys continue to say, "Oh, this is a valuable person in our staff. We can't let him go." That says a lot. Yeah.
0: So the the period of history that I want to really focus on for, um. For Ryan Poles, Matt, he was the director of college scouting from May 2016 to June 2018. So that means he will have overseen the 2017 and 2018 drafts. All right. So 2017, Matt, he drafted. They traded up and he drafted a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes.
1: That is a good thing to put on your resume.
0: Yeah. Uh, He also found Kareem Hunt in the third round. Um, and then in 2018, not the best draft in the world. I don't recognize anybody on their name uh, on there. Um, Reeland Speaks I think
1: is still around, but um, not. It's also, the it's best also important draft. to remember but that took It's it's also important <laughs> to remember that John Dorsey and Brandon, you know, Veach have final say. Right, right.
0: But not a bad thing to put on your resume though, if you were the director of college scouting during those times but he's been with the chiefs since 2009 and um you know that's a great franchise to model after for sure so he's a good candidate if we hired him I'd be doing cartwheels that'd yep. be fun yep I agree um up next you want to go let's do let's look at let's look at the more intriguing one Matt Adrian Wilson and then we'll go into some to the last two more traditional so- candidates
1: anything kind of here anything can happen so adrian wilson if you're sitting here and saying that name sounds familiar yes we're talking about former like all pro pro bowler cardinal safety adrian wilson like back when like i think he played with like current Warner back in those days like the mid to late 2000s adrian wilson that is who we're talking about um he quietly became a scout after he retired from the NFL. And he's been with Arizona, I think, as a scout for the last, like, decade ish. Um, yeah, I mean, he
0: played as recently as 2012
1: in the NFL. Including the fact, I was going to say, so it's been about a decade that he's been on the Chiefs uh, scout for, or scout for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, he joined the Cardinals in 2015 as a scout for the pro and scouting college department. Um, and it looks like in. 2019 he was the direct he was promoted to director of pro scouting and then now he's the vice president of pro personnel as of like a year
1: ago. So this this is my opinion on this this uh this interview, right? Yeah. It's the Giants are casting a wide net, which is great news. Yep, yeah,
0: which is good. We and are not going to
1: complain. They're going to hear all sorts of different ideas. I don't think Adrian Wilson is going to get this GM job. I, I do not do think I do think that, you know, for Adrian Wilson this is probably a big deal. I think it's his first GM interview. It gets him to, you know, it's it's it's, it's you know, for a guy that's trying to build a career and could maybe be a GM in a, in a few years, maybe. I don't think he's there yet. I don't I would not riot if the Giants decided to hire him.
0: I nope, would not me neither.
1: It, this is the Joe Judge of candidates from a few years ago. <laughs> it's just out yes, of left field. Yes, but I think there's
0: a little bit more
1: no, I no. think no. There's working. not. There's not because he's never. He's he's has he done in college scouting. He was he. So he
0: worked with the college scouting and the pro scouting departments from 15 to 19. And he settled and in then pro. He was the director ah, of pro I, scouting. Yeah, um, I
1: don't know. I, I think I want is, a
0: guy with a more college scouting background. To be honest, this
1: is the Joe Judge. This is the Joe Judge interview. Yeah. And that's not to say and he can't be. Now, a good, we might end
0: up being. We might end up being stuck with him because nobody else wants. To
1: talk. That can't. That that doesn't say. Adrian, that, that that's not a knock against Adrian Wilson, right? He's only been in the. He's. You know, I thought he. I thought it was right when he retired, from what I read earlier, that he transitioned in. If it was just in 2015, I mean, he's only been in the the executive business for six years. It's not very. It's not a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but listen, I'm fine with him getting an interview. It Doesn't mean he's going to get hired. Um, it's good they're casting a wide net, right? That that's yeah,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Let's talk about the Tennessee boys.
0: Right. Yeah, let's talk. About, let's start with Ryan Cowden because I think he's the lesser known of of the two here. Um, so Ryan Cowden, twenty two seasons in the NFL. Since two thousand eighteen, he's been the director, or he's excuse me, been the vice president of player personnel. And he originally joined the franchise of Tennessee. I'm reading right from the website as the director of player personnel. He oversees all areas of the scouting department, both college and pro, including advanced scouting, free agency preparation, and evaluation of players in the NFL drafts and all professional leagues. So That's a resume right there. What
1: What year did he take over? He joined the Titans organization in 2016. But what, what year did he move into director of, of player personnel? So he
0: originally joined as the director of player personnel in 2016. And then they made him a vice president, which is kind—I'd be for the same role. It's just kind of like a way of saying, "Hey, you're doing a really good job."
1: I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be honest. Tennessee is a good team. They've built a good team. Drafts are just okay. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm trying to pull pull up. Uh, We'll go through it. We'll go
1: through it. 2016, they drafted Jack Coughlin. Um, Yeah, when they also drafted Derrick Henry, they did draft you know Kevin Byard, who's fantastic. that's probably their best draft. Eh. And now that I I'm I'm, I'm I'm starting to talk myself into it. I'm Matt, starting to talk myself <laughs> Matt, into it. I don't know. Look at that seventeen draft, dude. <laughs> you know, dude, you know what it is? You know what it is, Dan? The twenty twenty draft and the honestly twenty twenty one was bad. But their and honest twenty eighteen was also kinda bad. But that twenty seventeen draft of Adory Jackson, Taiwan Taylor Twi- Taylor Taylor's not that good though, Dan. It's this draft it's okay. It's it's okay. Like looking at this, it's okay. They, they, the Titans are, are they've been a good franchise for a while. They identified that Tannehill could still be a, a decent player. I'm not in love with Ryan Cowden or Monty Awesomefort. Um Monty Awesomefort feels like the Joe Judge guy to me. Um Yeah,
0: I don't want anybody to have an excuse to keep Joe Judge longer than they need to.
1: It But I'm, I mean, I'm,
0: Matt, I, here's I'm, what I like about the 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 drafts here for um the the uh what's it called the titans they've at least hit on some picks from the third through the sixth round like they got johnny smith they've gotten jay on brown like brown's a solid linebacker
1: the other like, thing the other thing dan you really like to see right is 2021 the top two rounds db and tackle 2022 yeah. db and tackle 2019 jeffrey simmons who never really should have lasted till 19 overall yeah
0: who but, and jeffrey simmons by the way he's kind of like an interior defensive lineman that i mean
1: correct me if i'm wrong i mean he's got doesn't he's, he have a bunch of sacks this year he's very good i'm looking here um, he's got but, eight and a half sacks this year but 20 2019 defensive tackle uh, uh, like a pass rushing defensive tackle a wide receiver 2018 an edge rusher and inside linebacker 2017 a wide receiver and a corner like they value 2018 tackle d end they value the right positions in the draft. Is my is right. the point I'm they, trying to make. They haven't always picked the right players,
0: but they at least value the right positions.
1: Which is a which is uh, you know,
0: better than the Giants could say. Because the Giants pick bad players in the wrong positions. So I'm
1: I'm intrigued by Cowden and Austin for it. I will be fine if they are the candidates. I will say they are below Joe Schoen and Ryan Poles. Yeah. shown Schoen,
0: Schoen is my number one for sure.
1: Yeah, I would be no – I'm, I'm, number one for I'm fine with Ryan Cowden. I'm fine with Monty Austin for it. I'm doing cartwheels for the other two guys. I don't know why we haven't requested an interview with um, – I don't know why we with haven't Ed Dodds With Yeah, with Ed Dodds, yeah. They
0: might just know, hey, they might not want to
1: get rejected publicly by
0: Ed Dodds. I don't know, but um, – Or maybe it's because our friend
1: Stan's been making fun of John Merritt too much. And uh, just one wanted that Dodge for three just, years. Just just real quick, we're not gonna dive into this, but uh former former Giants quarterback Geno Smith was arrested yeah. for a DUI. Oh, that's nice. Um not gonna jump in or too deep. Just...
0: But yeah. Yeah, so it's it's definitely interesting, man. There's definitely some interesting candidates. I'm sure we might hear one or two more over the next few days, but Listen, the Giants kind of got to get these guys in, interview them this week, get their second interviews done probably early next week, I would think, and get this show on the road. I mean, you got to get a GM within the next 10 days, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And then obviously, you know, it, it's it's one of the situations where if you don't figure it out soon, you're going to start missing out on head coaching candidates, which that's one thing we didn't talk about was what the the – coaching candidates would look like with these guys and i think that's that's worth discussing a little bit realizing full well that like things can change it does yeah, sound, realizing
0: full well that joe judge is probably going to be running quarterback sneaks on third and nine next season
1: it does sound like joe shown i'm i'm not i'm not even like I'm not, I'm not acknowledging that because i i don't want to put that in the universe um <laughs> joe shown when he interviewed for cleveland a couple years ago his plan was to bring brian debol on as his head coach
0: yeah. Which would be again
1: Carwin. I'm I I, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd be thrilled with Brian Nipoll. Um I, why I, is that? That Thank offense you. is so Josh Allen driven. Yeah. And it's like it's like, okay, you have an amazing quarterback that does amazing things. <laughs> I don't I feel like I feel like, you know, Kyle Shanahan with Josh Allen he's throwing forty touch like you know what I'm saying? Like is like that Is it because he's from Canada, Matt, Brian DeBull? No, which is I think I think like you're gonna ask him to come over and take this team and, and coach an offense with Daniel Jones, and it's You're saying Daniel Jones isn't Josh Allen? One hundred percent I'm saying that. I, I I don't know if I love Brian DeBull, and I'm not saying that, you know Brian DeBull's, yeah, probably an upgrade over Joe Judge. But I, I don't think he's a slam dunk head coaching candidate. That's my point.
0: Sure. I would must- He's also forty six years
1: old, he looks like he's sixty. Just that, want to say that. That is true. This is the one that's intriguing to me, Dan. Okay. Well, let's because, hear it. Because I don't know if you remember this, but this 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 head coaching candidate was the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. Um and their time did line up there. I think that Ryan Poles might be able to pull in Doug Peterson. Yeah,
0: but Doug Peterson might have a job by the end of this week. We don't know. We don't know. We don't I think know. it depends,
1: right? If, if you know the Giants, that would be my
0: number one but, pick for a coach. By the way.
1: Because the Giants could line up these coaches or these GMs and do. I mean, realistically, right? It's it's Monday. You start interviewing guys tomorrow. You do two or three a day, which that's actually realistic. That's how to think that this is going to mm-hmm. go. Um, and then you're gonna have to do second interviews. If they, depending on when they stop it, they could have this stopped, and you know they could they could have a GM by early next week. And if Ryan Poles comes in and says, "Listen, if you bring me on as coach, like I have Doug or GM, I have Doug Peterson that's waiting," that might make the Giants move. I don't know if it will. Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl winning head coach. He's a very good head coach. I just think it's interesting a- that. You know, I think you want.
0: It, I mean, listen, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl with Nick Foles as a quarterback, and that's got to count for something. I,
1: I, you know, I could see him wanting to come and kind of be able to stick it to Philadelphia twice a year. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that this is a for, a for sure thing. I do think it's interesting, though, because when you start to try to map out who potential head coaching candidates would be for Ryan Poles. I don't think you can leave Doug Peterson off that list. I just don't. no, I
0: agree. Here's my number one concern with Doug Peterson. He's a visor guy, and that is that's a red flag for me. I feel like that works in
1: college, but
0: you can't pull that off in the pros. That doesn't so, bother.
1: doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. Doesn't bother me too much.
0: Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, that's just a small note that really is not relevant to his actual ability to coach. Would just. And maybe it's because the Eagles colors are disgusting. He just it just didn't work for him. It wasn't a good look. But um, but yeah, but no, I'd be thrilled with Doug Peterson, man. I really would. Um there's, you know, there and then, man, I'm gonna throw another crazy little wrench out there. Why are we not making a push for Jim Harbaugh right now? Like, why this is the prime time Jim Harbaugh, listen. I don't think Michigan is ever going to have a better season than the one they just had. And that's nothing against Michigan. But I
1: don't think, I think that program is peaked. All I right, then. Really think that program is peaked. I'm going to cut you off here. We got two new names. Let's hear them San Francisco 49ers assistant GM, Adam Peters. We're and down. San Francisco 49ers director of player personnel, Ryan Carthon. Or Carthon. Is it maybe. Ran Carthon? That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I butchered that right, guy's entire name. I don't name. know either. Of these
0: two. No, um, I don't. Let's I, look I,
1: about first. We're doing this live, like so. If you guys are watching, like
0: brand new. This is brand new. This
1: this is is brand just, new just found out. New. We don't actually know anything about these guys. We did not find out with you. We didn't prep for these two. This is like Peter Sh- Peter Schrager just put this out. Um, All right. So ready. So Adam Peters. He's 18th NFL
0: season. He's the fourth as the vice president of player personnel for the Niners. So that's player personnel. He was with the Denver Broncos and was the director of college scouting for the Broncos for two seasons. Um and was the assistant director. So he started out as a scout with the Broncos. He worked his way up to assistant director of college scouting. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. You missed you missed the you missed the first thing, Dan. He started yeah. out with New England. Because that, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he, he six seasons in New I, England as a scouting assistant.
0: Okay, my bad. So he's got, he's knows Bill he's Belichick. Got the, so obviously yeah, he
1: got the Bill Belichick
0: check mark. He might be our new GM just because of that. He, he's been in a room with Bill Belichick. So, <laughs> but looking up here with Peters, um, she so was the director of college scouting for the Broncos. All right, so I always like to look up Broncos draft classes here because you know he was he Matt might have been in the Broncos organization when they took Tim Tebow, so he knows how to brand well, players.
1: It was going to say what 2013 to 2015, I think it said that he was the director yeah. of college scouting. Court. he was
0: the assistant director in 14 and 15, and he was the director. I'm assuming in 16 before joining the Niners. Yeah, so I guess if we look at the 16 draft he did take Paxton Lynch. He did, and um, or at least he was on the team that did. And now, granted, Paxton Lynch has an Elway pick right now. I was going to say great. it
1: was it was John Elway. He the other first round pick they had there was Shane Ray, who never developed into anything. Right, but um, I will Bradley give Roby's good. Names.
0: Yes, he is. I'll give you two names. He did draft Matt. He drafted Devontae Booker, and who's the Giants' running back one, and Riley Dixon. <laughs>
1: Not, not, so, in, not in love with the draft. I think it's, again, it's important to remember that, um, you know, not full say in Denver with Elway. And what, what, is, nope. what is he now? He's the assistant GM for the 49ers. I'll say this, Dan. Niners have had some pretty good drafts since yeah, 2017. Yeah, they took Trey Lance. They took Trey Lance,
0: um, who I like. They've been bold. They're not The Niners are not afraid to be bold. They're not afraid to make a bold move uh remember the year didn't they fleece the bears they traded back one spot and got a bunch of picks from the bears yeah that was Um, that
1: was the solomon thomas year and they also took reuben foster that year um they took george kittle in the fifth round that year uh and then you know the next year that that 2018 class i mean mike mcglinchey and fred warner were two you know their first and third round picks that year those i mean those are two excellent players um, and I mean, Dylan Davis, who's a contributor on the page, they drafted his favorite player, Dante Pettis. Yeah, so I'm just, just I'm dude, just messing like... with you, Dylan, if you're watching. <laughs> um, but you know, the next year, what? dude, Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, they did draft a punter in the fourth round. That's always a mistake. Oh yeah. my God, Caden, Caden, Caden Smith, Caden Smith as well. He
0: drafted Caden Smith. No, he, way. he was
1: a part of the team that did. Dylan, I think you might love this guy, Caden Smith At, and so Dante is... Pettis. Adam Peters, ladies and gentlemen, you're like the I Dylan. You're like the Dante Pettis fan club leader, and I know you also like Caden Smith because you've talked. We've talked about Caden Smith.
0: Yeah, this is wild. All right, let's go over Rand Carthen. I gotta say, Matt, I looked up this dude's picture in um in the Niners <coughs> uh, on the on the Niners website. He's got the the Robert Kraft collars the, the like the blue shirt with the white collar and i gotta say that's a baller look um was he a former running back is that what i'm saying he's here? a former running back for the florida gators <clears throat> he played for the colts he played for the colts yes and he was udfa with the colts it looks like yeah so he might have gotten a super bowl ring with former
1: the former university of florida running back yep so i mean that's pretty cool so he knows Peyton um, Manning, That's which means he knows Eli Manning. That's the connection. Which means he knows Eli,
0: which means that um, Eli Manning could give him the seal of approval or not. So he's had an interesting career. He started as a scout with the Falcons, a pro scout with the Falcons. Then he moved as the director of pro personnel with the Rams. Um, and then he, from 2000. 12 to 16 and then it looks like he joined the 49ers after the 16 season and he's he was their director of pro personnel now he's just the director of player personnel this year uh so more of a pro personnel role but he manages currently he manages the pro scouting department and evaluating players among professional leagues while continuing his duties of advanced scouting of 49ers upcoming opponents in addition, he prepares the clubs for acquisitions through free agency trades and the daily waiver wire. So he's more of a pro person on But, I mean, he's got an interesting resume. It,
1: yeah, I mean, again, doing this on the fly. Um, we didn't get to, we didn't get to look these guys up. Honestly, didn't no. even know that these guys – like on the short list of names that's like 10 names long, the last three, Adrian Wilson – Um, Adam... I already forgot the guy's name. Adam Peters and Rand Carthon. None of these guys were on that short list. But, again, they're going to cast a wide net. I do like that. I think that's interesting. Um, I also like news. we do hire
0: Rand Carthon.
1: The headlines will write themselves, like, if we don't like him, ran out of town. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to ran Carthon
0: (laughs) out of town. You know, like... (laughs) But, this, is, yeah. this is
1: interesting. So they've now this is the third former player that they're choosing to interview. Ryan Poles, yeah. Adrian and Wilson, and Rand Carthen.
0: If you look at the organizations they're coming from, right? we got two from San Francisco, two from
1: um Tennessee, Tennessee.
0: Two, uh Kansas City guy, right? Yep. Kansas City the guy, guy and guy an Arizona guy.
1: Arizona guy. So they're they're targeting Better they're, organizations. I was gonna say they're they're, they're targeting good organizations. Yeah, like that's what they're doing. They're targeting good organizations,
0: which is key because we can't have another repeated of,
1: of I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued. I, I, again, I'm intrigued. Um, speaking of Brian the Bull, Bears and Dolphins are requesting to interview him. So again. This is, this is why the Giants not at least announcing that Dave Gettleman was not going to return a couple of weeks ago. It put us behind the eight a big ball. Discipline. Because they could yeah. have started interviewing all these GM candidates to their heart's content two weeks ago.
0: Because they, they- could have just said, listen, Dave's retiring. Like He's retiring and we're going to start our search now. You know what they, I'm saying? They could have just announced it. They could have. wouldn't have heard anything. The good is that he'll remain in his role till the end of the season. If they wanted and, to get till until the end of the
1: season, they've done it. And I, I'm pretty sure the rule is that the position either has to be vacated or intended to be vacated, which would have they could have started interviewing people two weeks ago. It would have been like December 28th or whatever it was, yeah. or the 27th. And you could have had your position filled by now? You Exactly. I think that's a big thing is <laughs> – is, and you could have had you could have said, Alright, we know that X, Y, and Z is gonna be our head coach next year or our GM next year, where are we going head coach wise? Like and then they, they wouldn't be falling behind the Bears and the, the Dolphins and Minnesota and all the other teams that are starting to interview head coaches because it doesn't sound like the Giants have any interest they don't have any interest in interviewing any head coaches before they have this, this GM the GM will right. and that's because they probably will not fire Joe Judge until the GM Emerald Yeah, is I was going to say, and it's because I feel like it's John.
0: John, Mar- this is John Mara's way of saying Matt. Like, oh well, I guess you know we missed out on all the good counts. I guess we may as well just do Joe Judge another year, right? Adam Peters or whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I almost just feel like it's his way of saying. So one thing I'm saying, like, I wonder why the Giants have not requested permission with Ed dots. That's, like, the one name that's missing. And maybe they did. He shall
1: now, Or maybe they know he just won't take it. Um, so Ran Carthon is the son of former Giants player Maurice Carthon, who won two Super Bowls in, like, the, the – he won in the, the, old, the old-time right, Super yeah. Bowls. That's it. He's hard.
0: That's enough for John Mara.
1: That's enough for John Mara. <laughs> he also played he, – he actually played fullback, it looks like.
0: So, oh, he was a fullback.
1: Yep, played in the 80s and the 90s, won Super Bowl in 86, won the Super Bowl in 90-91 uh, in, uh, or 91 Oh, 92.
0: you're saying Ran Carthen's dad. dad.
1: Yes. yes. Gotcha. Dad. Well,
0: listen, Ran Carthen had 13 rushes for 18 yards and one touchdown for the Colts in 2005. And he had three rushes for four yards and one touchdown um, for Indianapolis in 2006. So I think he might be a Super Bowl champion. But – and also his full name is Arandic Cornell Carthen.
1: I like so, Rand. Rand's
0: fun. is running I out. like Rand. So anyway, guys, this is about as <clears throat> deep of a search as you can go for a couple guys we just found out about 10 minutes ago. But, yeah.
1: I mean, not not only a couple of guys we just found out two minutes ago, but guys that weren't even on, on the list. We know yeah. nothing about these guys. Um it's, it's interesting it's interesting the giants are they're really casting a wide net um i let's be real though dan right joe Schoen, ryan Poles doing cartwheels yeah like that's where, that's where joe that Schoen out
0: of this list i want shown or poles out of this list
1: now obviously it again gr- the great news is that the great news is that it's no internal candidates <laughs> They're not you know trying to bring back some guy like some guy that was a part of the organization 10 years ago it's outside candidates that have very little connection to the Giants if at all it's like all indirect connections at best that's really good news I just
0: got a notification that popped up on, on my phone Ernie Acorsi's is interviewing for the position <laughs> Oh yeah I bet <laughs> yes,
1: And you shit. know what there's been no there's been no Ernie Acorsi is gonna help them hire the next GM either.
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and listen, dare I say, credit John Mara for at least cast, at least appearing to cast a wide net.
1: Like, dare I say it? I mean, it's a it's a very wide net. That's what this is. I mean, seven names is a lot. They've already requested to interview seven names. I I still maybe they know that Ed Dodds will say no. I'm like, why yeah. why aren't they interviewing Ed Dodds? But like, like,
0: that's like that's like seeing like the hottest girl at the party and not asking her out because you're too scared. Like, like I feel like, like you gotta just go. The
1: worst skin. the wor- again, the worst thing that's gonna happen is I guess he's gonna say no, but maybe they already asked privately and he did say no.
0: Yeah, so they're not even gonna re- they're not even gonna request it because they their reputation can't take the hit. Um because I think five years ago if they if you know granted Ed Dodge probably wasn't the candidate he was, you know, five years ago, but if this organization had the standing it did five years ago, Ed Dodge would definitely but it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. So, yeah, man, that's interesting. But I this gonna is gonna say, be a wild next ten days or so for the Giants. Yeah, it's gonna, be
1: wild. it's gonna be like a I'm on your, I'm I'm on your toes kind of, like yeah,
0: at any moment. Like I'm worried. Like if I sleep in on Saturday, I like to sleep in on Saturdays, but I'm worried if I sleep in on Saturday, I'm gonna sleep till like eleven thirty, and. I'm just gonna wake up to like a slew of what do you think of this hire? Like I can't beat the hire. I'm be like wait what? So, like like you know, at this point,
1: at this point I just want Joe Judge fired so it doesn't interfere with the GM search anymore. Yeah. And we know the house is cleaned. We know the you know Mara took the broom out. He swept the house clean, and someone new is ready to move all their stuff in. Like and I I I'm not even joking when I say. I genuinely want the GM to come in and change the carpets on the floor. Like, yeah. like, paint the walls, change the carpets on the floor, make this a different-looking building so that all the guys that have been a part of this loser team over the last couple seasons, I'm not even going to say last four years because there's barely any of those guys, but the last couple of years with Judge, the ones that are going to stick and stay and then aren't going to get you know th- tossed to the trash this off season, those guys come in and they know this is different. This is, this is different. This is something new. This is not the same old Giants um, that we've seen the last decade. I, yep.
0: In Detroit, in Michigan, where I went to grad school, used to live for a few years, worked for a little while up there. Um, in Michigan, they say same old Lions, SOL. I don't ever want to get to that point with Giants. I feel like we're dangerously close to becoming. I mean, right now we are a bad franchise, right? But I think with the right hire here, we could not be a bad franchise. Like we could literally within a couple of years get back to being the Giants of old. The Giants from, you know, in the George Young days. George Youngs, Jerry Reese days. Where you won four Super Bowls. You can get back to that. No reason why you can't get back to that. But you have to nail this hire. You have to nail this hire. Man.
1: Again, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of me and Dan as we get closer to this thing kind of coming into uh – is fruition. Uh, I think that's. I think that's the show. I mean, unless I think you, that's know the what, show. you know, we you said know what, we we're going to do thirty minutes. We did an hour. I was going to say, it, unless there's any like layering questions in the comments. I don't
0: see any. But thank you guys all for tuning in. Listen, like I yep. said, Giants fans, we will be here every step of the way. <laughs> I like Stan's optimism. We're not out of the state, the Ed Dodds sweepstakes yet, fellas. Shout out to you, Stan. Um. I feel like Stan's heart's going to be broken if we don't get a nod. But listen, if we get polls or shown out of this list, let's go. I'm good with that. So, um, but guys, we'll be we'll be there with you guys every step of the way. Um, any other closing thoughts, Matt?
1: No, I mean it's day one of like I said. It's it's day one of what will likely be. Ten. Yeah, probably ten ten days. Seven to it's, ten. Hold on, guys. It's going to be a fun ride. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the show.
0: Oh, I thought you ended it. so No,
1: no, no. That's oh. that's, that's the show. <laughs> Big Blues Podcast. <laughs> if, if you just came in at the end, this is going to be on Spotify, Apple, Mu- uh, YouTube, the whole nine tomorrow morning. Look up the Big Blues Podcast. We're going to have links on the page in the morning. Um, we love you guys.
0: Yeah, peace out.